Hello, everybody. I'm Peter Travers, and welcome to Popcorn, where we tell you what's happening at the movies. And there's a movie now called The Hollers, a movie that it always reminds me of my daddy. He used to say to me, I like a movie that makes me cry as long as they don't cheat to do it. The Hollers is that kind of movie. It's a comedy, it's a drama, but it doesn't really cheat. My buddy John Krasinski is here, who's not only in it, but stars in it. And he's made many smart moves in this movie, but the smartest was to cast Margot Martindale as his mother, because immediately this movie just gets lifted. The bar oh, is raised. Oh, you're so sweet. So welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so you. much. Look at that. When you say nice things like that, I feel like it's done. We should it's just done. walk okay, off on that. Now, now we'll just get to the, the, all the <laughs> stuff in it. Because how miserable was he to work with? Just terrible. Because, you know, I could tell he's so moody. And he's people, so unattractive. I know. And people <laughs> think, because, you know, they, they see that smile. But, you know, when he's in the director's chair, this is only the second time. And you're here. I know there's going to be no bull from you. What kind of a chore was it to just put up with that? It, just, it was just really hard, Peter, yeah, really okay. difficult. Yeah. And uh, he's not a kind person, or, and he's not very insightful. <laughs> no. does, he do, <laughs> does, he, does he do line readings for you? No. No, no I just mouth it. <laughs> he he yeah. says, uh-huh. do it like this. No, he, is, he was inspiring and clear, and he knows exactly what he wants, and he was a an absolute joy to work with and to be directed by. Wow. I, I really haven't been, I don't think I've ever had that much fulfillment uh, acting in a movie. How did you two connect? How did this happen? You should tell the story. Well, in 2002. I think that's right, my God, yes. Yeah, 2002, I uh, was doing a Marshalls commercial <laughs> and the, my young man here was uh, promoted up from an extra, I guess, to a principal, and he was my partner in the commercial. My first job ever. His really? first Margo Mar- was I was still Mar- in college, so I think it was like 2001. Oh, 2001, that's yeah. it. That's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, it was right before I left uh, college, <laughs> my first job, and I remember we connected, we talked all day. All day. And I came home and I said, hey, all that stuff they say about Hollywood is not true. I met a really nice person. (laughs) Yeah. I said to him at that time, I said, I don't have any money and I'm not a betting person. But if I if I did and if I were, I'd bet it all on you. Whoa. That's That's pretty crazy. And And then we went right to the dog track. (laughs) Yeah, sure. And then I'm sure you said, I'll be directing you one day. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Yeah, right. uh, one of your best performances. I think what I said was, what does craft service mean? <laughs> I think that's what I said, yeah. <laughs> so that's it. No professionalism at all. No. Just basically, it's a Marshall's commercial. It must have been like three weeks to shoot. It must have yeah, been exactly. a lot of time yeah. you spent together. Yeah. About a half a day. Half yeah. a day. Yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. good thing. So let's, before I just lose control, which I feel myself doing, um, <laughs> talk a little about what the hollers is. You know, you should start it because basically you directed it. Yeah. And I'm sure Jim Strauss, everybody, people who he wrote the script, other people were involved. But once you get involved, it's all you. It's all me. Yeah. Don't talk to me about anything. <laughs> anything it's all else. me. I didn't want to. I will we'll hijack Marco's any- <laughs> not here now for a minute. No, this is, but, a, this is a script that came to me about six or seven years ago as an actor, actually. And I signed on immediately, maybe faster than I've signed on to any project because to me, Let's be honest, there's a lot of movies out there about family. Mm-hmm. And to me, I find that they're, you know, very um, uh, 
not manipulative, but they manipulate you into feeling emotion, like you were talking about with mm -hmm. your dad. I always feel that I'm being slightly pushed to feel something with a swell of music or, or a big block of time to laugh. And this was one of the best scripts I had read because it was so real. I think Jim is one of the better writers out there because he's able to navigate hairpin turns between emotion and comedy, and in there is the reality of how people live. So to me, life is that thing that you can't prepare for the bad times and you can't prepare for the good times, and that's what Jim writes so well. I remember I finished the script, and I came from a very loving family. Uh, we're, we're still, uh, it, you know, we see each other all the time. And as soon as I was done with the script, I went, that's my family. And it has nothing to do with my family, and yet I connected to all the relationships and the values and all those things. So to me, it's just a really special, honest look at what family really is. And if your family's complicated or not, whether you love your family or not, it's still where you're from. And I think it's something that we all have to remember. But in terms, too, of who you are, you're a New York graphic, we're going to graphic novel. Yes. Yeah. And yes. this is it. And I'm just a struggling called... artist in New York and I get a call that my mom is sick mm -hmm. and you realize very quickly that his relationship with his mom is something very special. And so I think if he had gotten the call that anybody else in the family was sick, he might have waited a couple of days. <laughs> but because it was his mom, he came back the next day and it starts this whole new process of, which I think everybody goes through, is when you have to really confront your past and deal with all the things that were, you know, the relationships that was your family and the relationships that were your friends in your hometown and things like that. So. so he then contacts you and says, I want you to play the mother in this. And you say, don't bother me. Do you know how many Emmys I have? <laughs> Do you, um, what, what is She's your reaction to She's actually made a phone that? out of her Emmy. So She's she nominated again. Emmy, now, yeah. I want to bring of that Of course up. she is. Because it doesn't, I mean, I think that there's a dozen of them, but I know the one for Justified, you know, and then for the Americans. I love that scene. I have to digress from this for a minute where uh, Carrie Russell just like punches you out. How could that happen? It was like, wow. It was like, whoa, <laughs> how was that alert. done? Jeez. That was in another season. <laughs> that was in the first season. Yeah. <laughs> I can spoil the first yeah. season, not anything else. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a great show. It's just a great show. So she really punched you then? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And actually put my head in the water. <laughs> yeah, you recovered for that. eight weeks before you I could did. shoot another I scene. Did. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. It's so right. true. I'm sorry, I um, got away from that. But, uh, but he, uh, yeah, John called me. He got my number from Will Arnett and said... Uh, Is that where you get yeah. your casting? <laughs> Will Arnett has everybody's number. He's got everybody's, everybody's yeah. number. Yeah. He doesn't return Turn calls, calls, but he has everybody's yeah, number. Exactly. I'm kidding. Uh, he, uh, and, uh, and he called me and uh, said, do you remember me? And this is 15 years later. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, of course, you're a star. And uh, <laughs> I remember I said, all you got stars. The memo. Yeah. <laughs> right. Will you come and do this movie? And I, I said, I think I did say, no, you said first, read it and tell me if you'll come to it. Yes. And I read it and I just thought it was wonderful and simple and surprising and in a very, in a very ordinary way. I think that's, and it, it. It just spoke to me, and so does he. So I couldn't wait. So when you're playing a part like this, somebody who is um, sick, and what I really related to in that is that in some movies we just get the, oh, I will smile through my tears. But you're really scared, you know? There's a sense of what's hitting me with this diagnosis. What am I going to lose? And yet at uh, the same time, my favorite part about it was that she's the matriarch of the family. Mm -hmm. And what I sometimes 
don't always relate to is people who you know are so emotional through diagnosis like this it is scary i always find so fascinating is the people who are strong about it and feel and try to make the whole family believe that there's nothing to this mm-hmm. and that's what i loved about how, what she did because that's very hard to do oh I, I i'd like to think that i would be like that but i'm not certain that i would but i have seen it in among my friends well, yeah, we all, nobody knows until it happens. So you could observe right. as an actor a- what happens. Absolutely. And then see what goes on in it. But in no way does this movie ever really lose its buoyancy, even when right. there are really sad things happening in it. Right. So what John says, yes, um, we've seen movies about dysfunctional families. There's a lot of, because it was at Sundance, a lot of people say, well, Sundance, they always have movies about this kind of thing, but they don't have them done really well. <laughs> you know, they Thank don't. Thank you for saying that. So, yeah, I appreciate it. Very, I, I think it's a, a I, I actually feel like we be truly, and this, it's a rare thing for this to happen, that we actually became a family. It was happening. What happened on screen was really happening mm-hmm. for us. And uh, that's, that's uh, remarkable. It was a remarkable experience for that reason. He's got this ripped body now. Oh, I think Did he, he have that when he was directing? No. I didn't. No. No, he didn't. didn't. He got it. She would have told you she did because she's nice. She'd be like, you look great. great. <laughs> yeah. He, no, he, he kind of got that after, afterwards. <laughs> after, after you just went and got a lovely, you had to be there. But now suit. you still have it. Yeah, it's nice. So that takes work. It does take work. You know what's funny is I've never worked out like that in my life. And now... I remember Chris Pratt saying once he got there, he never wanted to go back. And I feel the same way. It's like once you work that hard, just to throw it away would be tough. But it's a lot less work maintaining. But now he's going to be Jack Ryan. Did you read that? What? Yes. What? Yeah. He That's is. Great. Yeah, I'm very excited. Wow. Yes. Yeah, there was Alec Baldwin and there's Harrison Ford and Ben Affleck and Chris Pine and now John Krasinski. Well, when you say it like that, it becomes more terrifying. So <laughs> no. Now that's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. That's that's I'm ten episodes it's, on I'm, Amazon. It's, I'm so excited about it. Oh wow. Yeah. So you could use the body. That's what I'm doing. I'm, yeah, you know, you know that's it. why yeah, exactly. you're maintaining it yeah, to you do have that. To. Yeah. You're doing it for Amazon? I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good place to be. When did you first encounter the work of Margot Martindale? I said that was on just, uh, the... When did you encounter? Award-winning Marshalls commercial. <laughs> really? That was um, it? Yeah, no, I think that was the first time I said, wow, she buys a purse at half price better than anybody. <laughs> I better believe than... <laughs> her in this. Yeah, I believe that price is as low as her eyes are making it out to be. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, I've been a fan of Margot's forever. I, I, she knows I've told her this many, many times. But when you said those very nice things about her and said she's one of the best actors in the world, I think she really is. Because I think very few people can bring the true complexity to characters that we actually relate to in real life. Because I think a lot of people play one, maybe two notes if you're lucky. And this woman plays orchestras and, and oh, composes all this different She's God. the Stradivarius. She is. She very is. Good. Very that's good. the way it is. So and you got to play it. I know. Yes, I really so did. Really I actually just really got to watch it. I mean, my thing was really just setting a tone because, I mean, when you have actors, one of the things I was really proud of in this is when you offered it to the actors, usually you get people who say, like, yeah, I'll do it, but I want to change the scene, and what does this mean, and how do I get back really? to Really? I've never heard of an actor. <laughs> And when everybody signed on to this, I got to say, everybody signed on and said, yep, I know what this is, and, and came in and did exactly their job. So my job was really just trying to create an environment that people could do their best work. I remember, I think it was Scorsese said, 90% of your directing job is done once you cast the right people. And you, you really do. And, and so 
my whole thing was to facilitate an environment that almost felt more like a play. I tried not to yell cut. It's like if I yelled cut at you right now, walked away and came back, I would mm -hmm. imagine this interview would feel different. It really <laughs> <So>. would. <laughs> we would have to start again. But yeah, the exactly. other part about it was when, when we're shooting and then John and would watch, even when he was in it or, or whatever we were doing, he would go watch and, and they would all be mostly cheerleading. Yeah, absolutely. It was a great, yeah. it was just a wonderful, joyous um, uh, experience. Well, people ask, was it hard to direct and be in the movie? And for me, it was actually, especially in this particular case, it was so helpful because as an actor, weirdly, if you're feeling a scene with another actor, it's probably getting on camera. My job would be to hold, you know, make sure the camera's in the right place. Mm -hmm. But especially with her emotional stuff, I mean, the moment that it started, Everyone on the set was emotional and feeling extreme, uh, extremely, you know, powerful. It, it was it was so powerful. So as soon as I saw it happening, it was like as long as that camera was on, <laughs> we got we, it. We and we're both uh, crybabies. Big cry. So, oh cry really? Babies. Oh yes. Yeah. So it, to dissolve to, to not cry was very. I've been crying inside this whole interview. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. There's the like not. a little, it's a tremor, <laughs> just a little bit there. No, yeah. we talked about the scenes before we did them. And then and in rehearsal, we would say, all right, so I'm going to come in, I'm going to say this to you, and she'd go, nope. No. <laughs> can't do it. Yeah, can't do it. Can't just, do it. No, let's just not, and yet, let's just yeah. do it. I mean, it. you've seen her in Justified. Right? Oh, man. She's so mean. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, I'm just and so she's not a sweetheart on the Americans either. Uh, yeah. No. So no. I would have felt a little. I mean, the Marshalls commercial is one thing. That was the beginning. She was like sort of kind to you, yeah. this like fresh-faced kid. <laughs> but wouldn't you be a little intimidated? It's so interesting oh, yeah. that being really mean and uh, deadly is very easy for me. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. But I want to go to the, the roots of both of you. This is like a Massachusetts guy. You're a Texas. It's Texas? Yeah. Because it's just interesting that how it happens that the two of you from these two different places both decide you're going to be actors. When does that happen? It happened young for John, I think, about the same time it did for me. Oh, no, I was you in I, high school. No, I was I was going to graduate college thinking I was an English teacher. I went to college thinking to be an English teacher. Really? Yes. Thinking? Well, I watched Dead Poets Society. And I was like, yes, please, let's stand on some desks. <laughs> And then I, uh, I got out of college and, had, and went to a theater school lazily to make up credits for my college because I came in a semester late and ended up in that place realizing, oh, oh my God, I want to that late? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was 16. And you just said yes. This no, is I was a cheerleader. We're talking about losing virginity, right? Uh, what are we I was. That's no. exactly no. what I was saying. No. Uh, Very and, good. And Put him down. Yeah. <laughs> right. And when you say no, it's kind of no. Yes, no. I would back off in a second. No, I <laughs> just did. <laughs> right, yeah. And uh, the guy, the, uh, the uh, choir teacher, uh, Mr. Templeton, came to me and said, would you come and audition for the musical? Because you have a loud voice. I said, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and I got the lead. I'll do it. I got the lead, and I was hooked. <laughs> That's amazing. I want to ask you this question as we come back to the hollers. You looking at Margot mm -hmm. when you're editing and you're in that room, is there a scene of hers that just gets you? The just when you're, I'm sure there's many of them, but I'm looking for one. So yeah, that I mean, the people are, that go, I know there are many, but I, I, I know only one want in one. specific. And again, not to give it away, but there's, there's one moment that I think people, I think if you don't feel viscerally emotional to this mm -hmm. one moment, then maybe get your pulse checked or something because <laughs> there's, it's so powerful what she does and what the story I remember so vividly is 
What, what you do when you have someone like Margot in a movie and you're editing is you just, you truly wake up every morning going, thank God, because you can make something out of this <laughs> and then build everybody so else sweet. around it. But it's true. And, and the day that she did this incredibly powerful scene, I remember I said to her, I've set up the room to do a wide shot or a close-up shot because, you know, as an actor, sometimes, you, you know, with these highly emotional things, you, you want to take your time. Some people don't. And I said, so I can start either way, whichever way you want to go. And she said, let's go right now. And so we went into the close-up. And I'll tell you, what's in the movie is her first take. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's her first take. And everyone on set couldn't breathe because it was like, just make sure this is, that everything she's doing is, is not interrupted or someone trips or calls cut or something. Mm-hmm. So, but not only that, the other thing I remember is, I remember I said to her, we got it. So, you know, this is truly, to me, this is what inspires me most about it, working with actors like her is, I said, we're done, we got it, and it, it's intense to do that stuff. And um, I wouldn't know, because I'm not as good as you. But, <laughs> but then afterwards, I said, so we're going to move around the room and get reactions to other people, so just, you know, relax. And every single time, she got that emotional for everyone else, because she knew she couldn't let Richard down or Charlotte down. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. See, I'm tearing up just thinking about it. See? Look but at it's that. true. Like, <laughs> I can't even, even in. It in. <laughs> do, you, do you remember him in any scene in the movie? I remember him and everything. I got everything. edited out, but... Yeah, but, I mean, there's the, the one scene where... Yeah. Oh, well. What? This, this, no, can't even go. <laughs> can't even go there. So it's just um, the scene right before I have my head shaved. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, we, we couldn't get through it. No. And then to have my head shaved was, the, I think, the most vulnerable I've ever felt on screen. It was terrifying. Did and you it was do it? No. Yeah, well, we did it. We did it. In a way, we did it. In yeah. a way. Okay. Yeah. You were just there. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. We yeah. did do it. <laughs> yeah, we did do it. <laughs> okay. And it felt like we were doing it. Because mm-hmm. uh, we, we were doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was uh, so, uh, I felt so bare and so there with him and knowing that he is my son and that he did that for me because he loved me. It was very, very... It was amazing. Well, Margo, you have never been on the show before. I hope you come back thousands of times. Me too. And John has. And this show always ends in song. Oh. It does. Think of something that you two can do together. I can't sing anything. I want something that's nice, that's sweet, that maybe you sang as children. My daughter sings the Itsy Bitsy Spider every day. Everybody knows that. Come on. (laughs) You have a very good voice. Itsy bits, come on. Oh, the itsy bitsy yeah, spider. Yeah, we all can do it. Itsy bitsy spider. You gotta oh, do this. Itsy bitsy spider <laughs> went up the water spout. Down came the rain and washed the spider out. Out came the sun and dried up all the rain. Now the itsy bitsy spider goes up the spout again. Good night, Cleveland. Wow, and yeah. it was almost jazz hands too. <laughs> I really applaud you both. Anyway, thank you, thank you. So it's always good to see you, it's great John, to see and you. Thank you, Peter. You know, thank you for always being so much. Thank you so much. Well, that'll change. But what the hell? <laughs> no. It's the way of the business. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.